Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Estonian Football Podcast. Um, this is our season review. Uh, final game of the season today. Um, we're being joined by um, Palu. And Good Lydia. evening. Um, so if we go straight into it and go talk about the Flora Italian and the Valley Italian game, which decided the title today. Um, it is a 2-2 draw, which was all Lavadia needed to, to to win the title. Uh, what, what did you think of the game? Um, Lavadia won. That's what matters, <laughs> basically for me. I think Flora. Um, there were some dodgy calls in the game. Um, those that watched it, Lavadia's second goal. I don't even know if it should have counted. Because the ball was um, maybe off the pitch when Curse scored. So, you know, I, the standard of refereeing in Estonia is not good, but Lavadia won. Uh, the referees, Brigade, who are actually officiating this game, uh, they're supposed to be like the top, top tier uh, of the Estonian referees. Uh, with Christo Doffer and them lot. It seemed like he it seemed like he struggled to like control the game with um certain aspects of it. You know, he was booking a lot. Some of the fouls in the game weren't even like that bad, but he was giving yellow cards. Obviously, Lavadio had a red card. Um, as potential two reds actually. Two reds. The coach got sent off. Yeah. Um, it should have been a penalty for Flora maybe. Uh, depends what angle you look at. So mm-hmm. I think Flora is going to feel a bit worse. Yeah, but not getting that. They, they've had a long season, though, Flora. You know, they've had Europe. Um, they're, they're still in the cup. Um, and you know, they they were obviously they're going to be disappointed not to win it, but they've they've got the money, haven't they? Next mm. year they're just going to they're, they're miles ahead of Lavadia anyway. I was actually talking about this topic with a friend of mine and uh, Flora, uh, I asked in a, in a group chat, who do you think would win the league, Levadia or Flora? And uh, he would go for Flora because uh, they would have, they basically have the European games behind them and uh, uh, they've shown that they can play in Europe. Uh, thanks to these strong matches they've been getting. But uh, the same could also be said with uh, Levadia, who now obviously won the league and uh, got to the Champions League qualification. So that's uh, six European games guaranteed already, which I believe could help Levadia as well to end up uh, do something similar to Flora. Yeah. Have you got anything to add, Ilya? Yes, I do. Sorry, my mic is uh, like off and turning on takes some time. So, yeah, I think uh, from Flora's perspective, losing the title is heartbreaking that uh, they obviously would have wanted to be a champion. Yeah, but uh, with the schedule and um, the European games, it's been a tough season. Uh, The fact that they're so close, it's actually remarkable. And uh, I'm very happy for Livadia because I don't like Flora. 
I'll I'll say that out right now. I don't like Flora, and uh, that that is nothing but the personal opinion. And uh, I'm very happy that Livadia won, but I hope next year it's uh, Narva Trans in the glory. <laughs> <laughs> and the question I have: How many players from Flora do you think they'll be able to keep next season? Because it seems certain that Sapinin's going to be leaving. Oh yeah. Um, Sapin and definitely is going. Yeah. Um, Poom will go. I think. Um, yeah, I do. Um, Lilanda, maybe. Um, Egon, then, maybe even. Yeah. So they're going to have a tough season, a tough off season keeping players, and then they'll just nick players from, you know, they'll have a lot of players coming back from Curacera um, for yeah. loan. Um I think Reberg's coming back from Televic, but as if he's good enough for Flora, probably not. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, so we, I'd, I'd like to see um, Manalan have a chance. Oh, yeah. Uh, up, up front for Flora, I think. You know, with, with, if, when Sapanin does go, it's not if, it's when, isn't it? Um, I think Manalan would be a good replacement. I've liked him for a good couple of seasons now. Um even on football manager when I had him. Fairs. My actual, yeah, my Lavadia save, he scored 35 league goals. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think, I think that covers there. We're all happy for Lavadia. Um, you know, most people don't like Flora because, you know, they're the best. Yeah, and obviously the the money situation and the the stadium rights yeah. and yeah, yeah. So we're all happy for Lavadia. Um, if we drop down to say third and fourth now, we'll talk about Pida and Noma Kauyu. Not really much to say. Is this what what you'd expect? Yeah, Kauyu's season was a proper disaster from their disaster, point of view. Yeah. I mean, even even we beat them. Remember? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was a, um, and then uh, a few weeks later, it was seven-one, I believe. Like how you got the revenge, right? We do not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but from yeah, from Kauyu's perspective, yeah, they weren't very good. Um, they didn't really have a goal scorer. They had uh, Alex Tam up front. Um, I'm not even sure if he got double digits, did he? I think he... No. I think um, he, he only got like nine, I believe. Nine, yeah, yeah. So not even double digits for goals. Um, yeah, whereas you look at Pida, they have um, Anya for 26, 26 goals. So it just shows the difference in goal scoring ability from yeah those two. And, and Pida are a team on the up as well. You know, they, they came second last year. Third, well, if I say on the up, they came one place lower this year, but um, they've got the new stadium on the way as well. Um, you know, also, hoping, like. hopping back to Kalju real quick. Uh, I understood their season was over uh, right after the Getulia scandals came out of the yes. raping, basically. Yeah, that was a very big story in in the local papers. Everyone. Everyone basically read about this. Okay, I missed that. What what happened here? <laughs> that, that that was at the start of the 
season. Uh, it was in a TV show where a woman came out who changed her identity and now lives in America, came out that uh, the ex-Kalju uh, manager, ex-Kalju women's manager as well, Getulia Aurelia Freda, basically basically oh, okay. raped her multiple times when yeah. she was underage. Okay, yeah. I, I did see this one, yeah, yeah. I've been seen, never saw that. I yeah. used to quite like Kauju. <laughs> <laughs> it actually made a big impact because it was like the first of um, this kind of story emerging in the Estonian space and Estonian sporting space, yeah. Yeah. And um, this this was the coach was foreign, yeah. I don't I don't remember what country he's from. Brazilian. Uh, so Brazilian, yeah. So this also. Oh, I knew the. Part. That's right. Yes. I knew the Brazilian coach. Yeah. Oh, like fascist a little bit here. That's okay. And um, also, um, there was a lot of the women talking out about it uh, from the other sports and uh, thinking that yeah, they they might have have had the same treatment from their coaches in the day, you know. Also, also during mid-season, uh, from the AC Liga, FC Elva also came out. Uh, some coach came out and. Uh, Basically, someone came out about it, how a coach or someone had sent uh, rather inappropriate pictures to youngsters. Yeah. Well. Yeah, sorry, my internet lagged out. That's all right. Uh, just, uh, we, there's, there's been some scandals like that in this country as well. Um, well, we're going back into like the 70s and 80s for that. But. Mm. Yeah, obviously, it's, it's, well, when one person speaks, it makes every other person speak, and it, you know, it's only good if it gets out there. But fuck how you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Should we should we talk about Pida now to like? Yeah, I want yeah. to say something. Let, let's see even the tones. Yeah, yeah, lighten the uh, mood a bit. <laughs> Go on, yeah, I, I think with Paide, uh, this season is uh, disappointing for them. That's no question. Yeah, with the results and uh, uh, the personnel that they have. Yeah, even even with Klavan. Like I watched uh, them playing um, uh, on the way with Narva in the last uh, uh, how's it called? Like round. Yeah, when when it was after the uh, Florida games already. So it was like a month ago, and he was like you could see he he was reading the field like much better than everybody than anybody on the field like he was doing the through balls uh 20 meters down yeah and they were connecting with the feet of their football players like i'm not, I'm not seeing any any ball like that from that all season you know but he was just casually dropping this like every five minutes so i think with this in regard yeah this is a kind of bad season but with Paide, i think they have a very good position they have the money they have the stadium coming. They have the good sponsorship from the uh, industrial staff uh, that they have there in Paide. So they have a really good potential. And I think they'll be the contenders in the next five years, like every year. That's no question even for me. With Sahawaiko going as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they, they have this uh, strong, strong uh, background yeah, and the foundation to build upon. And they want to do... 
um, like it's called finally in the mascot, yeah, which is uh, the city team of Paide. And uh, even though they're training in Tallinn at the moment, yeah, like like most of the teams, even Kurisare, and they have their base in Tallinn, but they want to change this and to bring the football to Paide and make it like a whole event for the whole city. So in this regard, I'm very happy with this vision and I hope they, they will make it because Paide is not a big city. It's like a small town in the middle of, of, the, of the road, basically, right? And um, to have this kind of thing, like a big project going for them, it's, a, it's, it's, it's very good for the future. So with, with regards to the team, only good times ahead. Yeah, they've say so they, they, they've got the good core in the team as well. So Anier up front, um, uh, Deabas is a pretty good player. Um, if they can keep hold of him, if you don't want to go to a warmer climate or something. He, he kind of flopped this season though. Yeah, he had that injury at the start, didn't he? Um, he missed a few games. Um, sent, he he reminded me of um, Aguirre for Lavadia. Um, he largely disappointed me too. Um, well, when we went to watch the the Legion Lavadia game, I just thought he was so lazy and just didn't like look like he wanted to be there. And I felt the same thing in today's match actually. He just didn't. But anyway, I find that with all wingers, I hate wingers. I try. <laughs> Full on Brexit four four two. Brexit 442 is my tactics on FIFA every year. It works yeah. like charm. <laughs> I play 4231, four, by the way. Uh, yeah, we're not FIFA players. We're more football manager. But it's 4231 there as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a football manager as well. Uh, I, I love it. Like, Don't get me wrong. Like FIFA, it's, it's a different kind of enjoyment. Yeah. More, more pain, though, I'd say. Okay. So do, do you think um, Clavin will stay for another year at Pida, or do you think he'll just he's just going to bin it off and go do whatever he wants to do? Uh, well, he's invested in the team, like he's the owner, though, right? So he's the like, owner of um, he, yeah, Kalev, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, in the oh, yeah, that's. Uh, he actually owns a share. In uh, Verston, which is to buy the shirt sponsors. Yes, that's okay. what, I, what that's what I actually meant. Yes, that's uh, the company that is the main sponsor. The industrial thing is it's, uh, is the good is a good thing for Clavin because he's in it, right? And yeah. he can buy this uh, shirts. So yeah. So that's what pays his wages. <laughs> so I can, I'm sure he doesn't come cheap. No, I wouldn't think so. Well, then again, he's, he's what, 35 now, 36? Well, what I actually reckon is uh, one more year in Paide, then maybe maybe a season in Tallinn and Kalev, depends on where they are. Yeah. Uh, and then I think he might hang up the boots by then. Yeah, sounds yeah. logical. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Um, should we drop on to fifth and sixth? Legion yeah. and uh, Nava Trans? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, Legion, I actually really like them. Um, I think 
they were unlucky to not to come fourth. They've got um, some good. I really like um, Sapovalov up front. I think he's going to have a good future. Um, but yeah, that he's got that bit of attitude problem, hasn't he? So um, apparently, with the Estonia under 21s, uh, if he's good with Leggy on, then yeah, I really like him. They've got some good youth players as well. I'm on the other side of the spectrum. I completely hate mo- most of the Russian teams except for Narva because they <laughs> they they have built up a really good legacy. They've been in the Premier Premier League, obviously, or formerly known as Meistriliiga, for every single year no. that it's taken part. And He's saying this only because I'm on the call as well. No, 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 no. There <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so was the. We've done a tweet when Kalev played Mardu, and um, we said who's going to win, blah blah blah. And then someone said they hope it's Kalev because they don't want another Russian team in the top division. Is there really that much of a divide between the Estonian teams and the Russian teams? Yes, very much. And I can talk about this in details. Yes, that's uh, that's the thing with the whole country, and uh, yeah. that, that's that's also in the football. So, sure. uh, Palu, uh, as, as, as you know, like he's an Estonian guy, yeah? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, directly from Estonia with the ancestry here, with the uh, native language of Estonian. I'm the other way. My parents like from uh, Belarus and Russia and stuff, and they came here to work in the Soviet Union, yeah? Uh, and they stayed and I became naturalized here. So I, I was already born in Estonia. Yes, but uh, my parents never moved to Estonia. They moved to the Soviet Republic of Estonia, yeah? And uh, that's why uh, they just stayed here, because that was their life. And then the political situation changed, and a lot of people found themselves in a country uh, that's, that's legit. It's a, it's a legit country with the, the history and uh, independence. It's a good country, but a lot of people found themselves suddenly there and uh, didn't didn't really know what to do. So some went back to Russia, some stayed, some got Estonian citizenship, uh, others didn't. So it's it's a complicated situation, as with any cultural like in my minorities in the country. Yes. So in football, the situation is very same. So from Paulo's side, I'm interested to to actually hear about this as well. Uh. there's not not really much to add here i suppose um basically i i hate the leg on most out of the tree because uh they they just uh pretty much they got their like uh older older players up from like ac liga bay and just the, they had three promotions in four years, right? Didn't they? Something. Yeah. Yeah, they came up really quick. Also, I'm kind of salty because uh, the season when they got up to the Prem, uh, my team was in the Esi Liga, so that actually <laughs> <laughs> does a little bit too. Yeah, they progressed well, though. You know, love them or hate them. You know, they, I think they've done well. They they play some good stuff. We enjoy mm. what they do. Um, I think they'll be challenging for the cup next year. Um, say Sapovalov, um, Ivanov, uh, you know, decent young players. 
who will probably move on eventually to the Floras, the Lavadias. Um, probably Lavadia. Shapovalov actually uh, was from the Flora Academy, if I'm not mistaken. Then he went to Germany, Freiburg. It didn't work out there. First he trained with Flora and now he's back at Legion again. Back home. Okay. Well, well, maybe he'll get back to Flora then. You know, he's a, he's a top Shopovalov, he's a very good guy. Like you, you can see it week, week in and out. The the work rate alone. Yeah, I really like him. I think he's gonna, in terms of Estonian football, he'll go to the top of Estonian football if he keeps going how he's going. Um, maybe he won't go to English league. I think he'll play a high standard in Europe. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. say about Legion is uh, that they, they do it professionally. Like the whole organization, the whole club is set up very professionally. Like they have a really good youth academy, which is run really, really well. Like I know yeah. on a personal level, some people whose kids going there, yeah. And uh, they're going there, for example, after our trans academy. And it's like, uh, wow, the difference is amazing. They do it uh, on the European standard, how it should be done, like going through the youth teams up to the senior level. So with this in mind, I think they're doing a very good job. And I'm a little bit bitter. I'm a little bit bitter because they all, um, basically they represent what Narva Trans should, should have been years ago, like the project as it is. And uh, we've never been in this level that they have with the infrastructure and the money and the management and um, i mean heads off to, to them like they're doing a great job but i'm i'm pretty bitter about this also i was at the game yesterday uh the narva legion game and uh, as you know narva won 2-0 well it was a beautiful game and uh legion were fighting like they had three or four chances in the first half they didn't score any, and then they were kind of deflated after this, I'd say. So we got lucky on the two counterattacks, and it was the game. So do you think in like the next few years, like Legion could like maybe challenge for like the the top three or even like the title? Yeah, that that's the plan for sure. I, I mean, um, if 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 it doesn't happen like it happened with Nimekaliri a couple of years ago, yeah, with the whole organization disbanding and stuff so i think they have a very good chance and they're run by quite uh, intelligent people at the the very top cool brilliant brilliant shall we um go and talk about narva trans now who i don't know i would love to hate it with yeah yeah (laughs) um i felt you know but, but to me, Narva Trans, they were always the the cup team. You know what I mean? They were always there. Or in, I don't know. They just disappoint me a lot. Not only you, all of us. <laughs> I can agree on that one as well. That That is literally <laughs> what they've been doing for the last years. Nothing but disappointment. Uh, so what's the, the expert? What's the expectations for Narva in Narva? Like, are they expected to like do anything, or are they just expected to just survive? No, 
at the, like if you if you asked me two weeks ago, then I'd say just survive. But now, uh, with the appointment of the new coach, uh, the expectations actually are quite high. Like the new coach, sure. uh, he's very reputable. Mm-hmm. He's uh, what his name is Alexey Yeremenko. I actually saw him in the game yesterday as well. He's a nice guy. Uh, so like had a little chat, and um, he is yeah, I'm on the podcast. Uh, from, yeah, <laughs> that'll be great. Uh, he's from Finland, but he's like Russian. And um, he's from a football family. Both like he has three children who are all footballers. With like Roman Yeremenko, his oldest, he was in yeah. the Russian national team. So, yeah. which actually is funny because it's a, it's the second time when uh, Narva Trans head coach head coach's son was in Russia's national team because uh, several years ago we had uh, Kuzyev as our head coach. And his son, at the moment, right now, uh, Adam Kuzyev, he's in the Russian national football team. Okay. Which is, all, like, Norway is crazy in this point, because Russia's national football team head coach, Valery Karpin, he's from Narva. He's a local guy. He's a um, husband of my godmother. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like like those little facts uh, is just how life you know gives us stories to to think yeah, so about. Right. So yeah. with with yeah sorry ask. No, that's right. I was just gonna say we we talk about some some Narva players. Um, you you said earlier you know you know who will be there next year players wise. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming my favorite player, uh, Tabritzi, is gone. Tabriez, oh my God, Tabriez. <laughs> Tabriez Vladimir is like a, it, it, it's a, he's, he was a very typical Narva signing, especially in the COVID times without the trial, it was a little bit hard, but he had reputation, like sometimes he showed it, sometimes he didn't. Like it, it, sometimes it's good, sometimes maybe shit, you know, this, this means, right? So the, yeah. the, this is definitely about Tabriez, like he had moments of brilliance, yeah, but uh, also moments of pure agony from him. And uh, yeah. in in this way, he was he remind he, he actually reminded me a lot of Johan Benaloan. He was in Leicester at some point, and like uh, in, in in this way, he's just a frustrating player to to, yeah. to see. I don't know. I, I'm glad he's gone. Sorry. I, I I actually messaged him and asked him if he wanted to come on the podcast. <laughs> And um, he ignored me. <laughs> I don't think he speaks English, though, mate. I don't. I don't no. Think yeah. So. I did. I did have that feeling. Yeah. But, no, for a crap. for a couple of years already, I've uh, really liked Alexander Zakarliuka. Oh yeah. Not yeah, he's a good player. It seems like he he basically bleeds Narva. Yes. Yes. He's a Zakarliuka. He's a very nice guy in this way that he's loyal. Like he's the same mm-hmm. age as me. Like I, I, I know him. Like he's a nice guy, and um, he's also started to train the youth teams this year. So uh, he trains like under 17 or something team in the club. Uh, so the in captain this way, does his, as uh, well, right? The captain Iri uh, trains women's team. Yes. Yeah, because we messaged him. Yeah. He's a very nice guy, Iri. Like. Uh, you would love to have him on the podcast because his we, story is yeah. amazing. Like he's a fully settled Narva citizen now and will be we, forever. We asked him to come on and he said, unfortunately, he can't speak English, so he'll pass. Um, so yeah, I think you, you boys yeah. need to learn French 
for him then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You, you can speak a little Russian, can't you? Well, no, he speaks good Russian. He speaks not little. He speaks good Russian. Like he, he he's a very, um, how to say it? He's already accustomed a lot. Like uh, his wife is local. Like she, she's a very nice woman. Uh, they just yeah. recently had a baby, so life is good for him here, and we expect him to be here like for a good time. Yeah. Yeah, nice one. So yeah, my Russian's also, not quite conversational to interview yeah. that to that level. So. It's, it's, it's basic on football manager, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also about uh, Zakarlyuk. Yeah, he's a uh, like personally, I found him the, the the best player this season. At the moment, he like you could see that he was frustrated and things didn't go its way. But I think it was more more to the teamwork within the team at the moment, like with the new players from Russia and stuff. So I think it was a little bit frustrating at the moment. But uh, the game uh, where it was three goals from Zakarlyuka and three goals from Golovlev in the beginning of the season, I think it was against Billingy at home or something. Yeah, And mm-hmm. it was just beautiful. Like uh, the three goals and he had like two assists. So Yeah. Because Nava started quite well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a really positive start of the season, like usual. And then uh, it, it all fell apart. <laughs> I mean, I personally, the... I personally blame the, the coach. Like, honestly, I think the coach uh, wasn't suitable. And um, he, he, he just didn't care enough, I'd say. I don't know. That's my opinion. Uh, fair enough. But they've got you've got the new um, I say the new goalkeeper. He's been obviously youth one, um, Maxim Pavlov. Oh, he yeah. seems like a good keeper. Yeah, eighteen oh, yeah. years old. He seems like a you know it's a bright bright spark for Nava. Yeah, he's a local kid. He, he's also from the academy. Yes, so he's he's been training with Nava all his life. He's a very very promising guy honestly like i i, I actually uh, was thinking yesterday at the, at the game that i should mention him and uh, just praise him because um he, he's my favorite type of a keeper he's like a sweeper keeper yeah so he's going yeah. out he's rushing out he's punching and uh, he's aggressive and i mean that that's how that's how you should be at the keeper he needs to do work on kicking for sure yeah so he's kicking and throwing like throwing is okay Kicking could be better, more consistent, but uh, shot stopping it's, it, uh, is is exceptional. Like uh, the guy, he's just massively like a, he's a big unit. He's uh, like what six three, uh, weighs a lot, like nice frame, and um, he, he needs to improve his kicking and his handling, like especially yeah. So after this, he, he's definitely gonna be in the youth Estonian team. I guarantee you. Yeah, I agree with you there. So um, also, what I wanted, sorry, uh, what I wanted no, you to carry say on, about yeah. is, is that, yeah, we, we had a, like a frustrating season yet again, but the expectations for the next one is very high because um, let me tell you, like previous coaches never came already to the country before to see the team and analyze it. Like this new coach, Alexei Romenko guy, he's already, he was at the game yesterday. So um, like it was minus five or something. Yeah, it was bloody freezing. And uh, he was at the game there, like scouting, watching players, like taking some notes and stuff. So in this way, he's already determined and dedicated to the team. And I think um, 
he's gonna be like the first guy who is gonna be there for more than one year because recently all the coaches spent only one year and then go so it was like a turnstile at the coaching job so not one guy had enough time and like i know power to build the team actually and to prove something on the football field with the tactical stuff and, and etc so with this project i want to call this a project and uh, expectations are, are high and i hope we're in a good 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 times from now on yeah i hope so too yeah i don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> right we, we dropped to the relegation group um start with curacao who i think were brilliant this year you know, considering uh, the, the turnaround of their season, I thought was just amazing. I know half their team is from Flora. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's obviously it's owned by the same guy or founded by the same guy. Or, um, so there is that link. But I thought they were brilliant. Good as a season could basically be broken into two. The pre Karl Möll era and the post Karl Möll era. Because yes. he changed a lot. Yeah, as soon as he came in, everything seemed to change. And I think as well when they put um, Lapo in goal, when they put Karafeld on the bench, Lapo seemed a bit more assured in goal. Lapo yeah. was actually, has actually been better from from the start but he was uh, uh away due to uh, army purposes yeah yeah carafel he just looks um i don't know he looks like a child in goal yeah, he looks like five foot six or something like that it just i just want you know you weren't very confident with him there but you know you say when lapper came in he they just looked more assured. They they didn't concede as many goals. Um, Paul Moore as well, as we said, as you said, Paolo, Paul Moore, yeah. yeah, he completely changed the whole outlook of the team, it seemed. And Otto Robert Lip. Obviously, I think he was in, in the army as well, right? No, he was just uh, injured for oh, a while. Yeah, he came back and seemed to yeah. yeah he just wanted to score goals 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 so yeah, wouldn't be surprised to see him at Flora next season either well he used to be Flora didn't he yeah he yeah I think he's he's on loan as well if I'm not mistaken yeah he might be it's hard to keep up with Curacao yeah yeah <laughs> I mean he should be because Curacao is uh, Flora's farm team so it should be like a yeah. loan yeah. deal yeah. Yeah. So they right. Flora have the options then when you know when Sapanin does go, you know Lip was good, Manalan was good. Um, well, well Alaku, I don't think. Kuresara do Flora is basically what Southampton used to be for Liverpool like a few seasons <laughs> <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. But, yeah, I think that's really it on Curacao. They had a good year. Yeah. They survived. Um, it's, you know, it's the first time 
since they've been up where they haven't been involved in the relegation playoff. So it's yeah. um, you know it's a great achievement for them. I'm happy for them. Um, obviously, the head coach is the Estonia under-21 manager too, isn't he? Correct. Yeah. So you know they're they're in safe hands. He's 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 done a good job. But like you say, it's Flora's farm team. They get Flora's, you know, second team, so to speak. Develop them, move back on the floor. Yeah. Um, who's next? Um, Tulevic, right? Yeah. Does anyone care about Tulevic? <laughs> Not Tulevic really. Disappointing for many reasons. Like honestly, like Tulevic is just a big disappointment because uh, they 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 also they don't they don't have vision. I'd say like w- w- what's their purpose? They're training in Tallinn as well, like with Billinger, they're just going for matches. Not, so, not anymore. They not uh, anymore? just they just uh, a few weeks ago or a month ago they got a new uh, indoors hall uh, installed into the town. Yeah, they say that. I saw on Instagram they did put you know that massive dome up, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So here goes my talking. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but but doesn't doesn't Vilyandi mean the future? Uh, Tulevik uh, means the yeah, future. Tulevik. Yeah, Vilyandi's the the town. Yeah, Tulevik means the future. So do they have a future? Does it seem like they're gonna like, do anything? Because at the moment, yeah. sadly, I'd say no. Yeah. But, yeah, they 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 don't necessarily have a poor side though. That that's you know. I, I look at the team and I think, you know, they could easily, you know, they're not going to push for a top four or something, but they could easily finish, you know, Mid-table. fifth, sixth. Yeah, quite yeah. easily. You look at the team and I was very disappointed with them. Yeah, actually the same. Like the, the side they have, they have quite a few import players as well. Yeah. So they should be on a decent level. And I actually remember in February or March, it was still snowy, and I went to the preseason game against Vilenji for Narva, and it was like a close nil-nil, and uh, I was impressed actually with Vilenji. I thought that they're gonna have a good year, so uh, it, it's a miracle what happened. Yeah, well, yeah, you look at the, they took they won their first game of the season, didn't they? And that was a lucky win. That was against Kurosawa. And then they didn't win again for, I think, seven, what, nine games or something like that. Um, they got... Um, no, they had that um, one against um, Parnu, didn't they? Where they fielded uh, yeah. Moidenov and lost the win did, there. Yeah. So, uh, I was at that game. <laughs> I, I was heartbroken at the start. Then... Uh, the next morning, uh, I was casual. I was casually taking a shit as you do on my phone, <laughs> uh, and then I see the news, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Well, we were kind of hoping that you know the, the three points given to Parnu for that would have helped um, Tartu go down. You know, you follow us on Twitter. We've Spoiler: given... It didn't. <laughs> We've uh, we've given Tartu a lot of shit on Twitter. Yeah, it's no secret. Um, we, we, what a mess they are. You know, they they did turn it round, but 
the, the philosophy they went with just didn't work. But now they have the new head coach, the Kalashnikov guy. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, as soon yeah. as soon as I saw him appointed, I was like, okay, we are doomed. Yeah, this guy, he's legit. Like I, I saw him personally also a couple times, and he seems like a very determined person. Like, so only from this perspective, he's gonna succeed. And he's been good with Kurosarev, I believe, before. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, Tartu, uh, you know, the last few seasons they they finished fifth in sixth in the, in the league, didn't they? And um, in our early season review that we done, we even said again, you know, fifth or sixth again. So when they, you know, they they were losing, 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 uh, it was kind of like shit. You know, what's going on? And obviously they're they're trying to go for the young players in Tartu and shipped out some more of the experienced ones. So they brought Tanista back, who was in Brann in Norway. Um, you know, Sounds they had as well. that mixture of yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they brought in Kevin Matas from um, Normal yeah, United. United. Um, yeah, and he, you know he he banged goals last well yeah last year didn't he? And you know they, it's, they've got some good individual players there, and um, they're just too yeah. young. Who who really disappointed in my opinion was uh, Patrick Enrovelma. Uh, t- yeah. Uh, See, seeing his uh, last season, what he did, I, I thought this was going to be a breakout year for him, but uh, unfortunately not. Yeah, well, we felt the same, didn't we, about um, Kevin Anderson. He didn't look, yeah, he just didn't look up to it. He's been there, he's played like 200 plus games for Tomeka. Yeah, He's but, a club legend, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't look very. Yeah. Watched a bit of them. They were quite boring to watch as well. I don't know how much, how many games of Tameka you actually watched, but they were, they weren't exactly exciting. No, we we felt that, didn't we? When we, you know, you're looking at the fixtures and you know you're seeing what was on the telly, you know, to watch, and you see like the the Tameka game was, and you just think, do I want to watch that? Yeah, but well, they're in the Premier League next season, so maybe they're building it. I think they'll do a bit better. I don't think they'll be in the bottom two. I think they'll they'll have to do better. Yeah, yeah. they don't really have a choice. I think Mardu will come bottom, but then so then they've just got to be better than eight other teams. Yeah. Speaking of Mardu, we'll go down to the team they're replacing. It's your team, Panu. Yep. Would, would you say it was a, a disappointing year? Because you know, from what you know, we we've watched a few Panu games this year, and you know, they were competing in games. I wouldn't say they were outplayed. You know, like when you see teams come up to the top flight in Estonia, you know, they're getting pumped seven eight nil and all this. I know. Parnu did concede seven a couple of times, but mm-hmm. and they they competed, the start, they stayed in games. The start of the season, I thought they were quite unlucky with like the first seven or eight games. I thought they they were in most of the games they played in, and they were just unfortunate. 
Yeah, obviously the first game being against uh, Levadia. Uh, I I watched yeah. that game and that was like <laughs> right. The, the, then I was like, okay, it is Levadia though. So what do we expect? A win? No. And then the second, the very snowy uh, second round in Narva, obviously, where we got our first point of the season with uh, that really beautiful Enrico Venzalo free kick. And yeah. then a narrow, narrow loss to Tomeka, which I actually uh, watched uh, from outside of the stadium. Uh, because it was that time when uh, people weren't allowed into the stands. So I watched it from the background and very undeserved, I'd say. Yeah, yeah I agree. I remember the game. Um, like, you know, I say that they were competitive. It seemed like, you know, towards the end of the year, um, you know, when um, Tameka, you know, got their first win to, you know, kind of, kickstart things it seemed like um Parnu kind of gave up a bit you know saying right yeah that's us we're done mm-hmm. also with i'm not gonna try and uh, bring up many excuses now but uh obviously the fact that we d- didn't bring in anyone in the summer uh but at the same time we are building like uh we want to play with players specifically from Berno or the Bernou County. And uh, uh, obviously we would, uh, for at least one reason, we should have brought at least someone in, would be because uh, after the Kalju game or before, I can't remember the final the final Kalju game, four of our players uh, went to, to serve our country. So we had a really, really short bench like these final games of the season we even had to bring up uh, bring back players like under bob with who actually announced his retirement he, he, ju- he was just a coach for like a youth team and uh, now he just got brought back to the team and uh, on he actually got minutes as well if i remember correctly yeah i think yeah yeah, a couple of substitute appearances. So what what were the positives for, for Parnu this year? Uh, our young players, uh, for me, the young players got uh, some really good... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Basically saw how how it's supposed to be at the top flight and uh, yeah what do we have Experience. to do with get her yeah that's that's yeah. it yeah do you feel that some players will move on or do you think they're still on that, do you think there's some that would have attracted some of the teams in the top flight uh, thankfully Virgo Valik will stay because of the because of the extension he had. And yeah. Krutogolov obviously going back to Levadia. Um, Magnus Villotta maybe. And yeah. uh, Oitnum, I suppose. But obviously, 
as a biased Wapra fan, I wouldn't want them to leave. Yeah, of course, yeah. What yeah. do you what do you think the chances are? They're coming straight back. Uh I've actually seen a bit of a pattern uh since twenty eighteen, since we dropped out. Uh obviously we dropped out, then the next season uh we lost the promotion playoffs against Kurasare. Then the season after that I think it was Mardu who came down. Uh they uh also lost the promotion playoffs when we went up. And uh now Kolab lost the promotion games when Mardu went up, so I hope it do- I hope it's not gonna go by the path pattern and we will be up uh, back in the Premier League in 2023 but uh, if we go in by the pattern then 2024 yeah well it's going to be between you guys and um, Kalina Kalina, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah of course the um, cool bet derby yeah <laughs> so that, that basically sums up the league um, if we just have a quick you know a quick speak of who was some players that stood out for you this year um, and who would you want to look out for next year? Rauna yeah. Sappinen, obviously. Yeah, he's obviously going to be in a different league. Um, I'd be very surprised if he's still at Flora. I'll get their tattoo on my um, on my ass. Oh. I was surprised last year already that he didn't leave. Yeah, I was really surprised he, he didn't leave last season. So, yeah, if, if Sapanen's still their first game of the season next season, I'll get Flora's badge tattooed on my ass. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, yeah, Sapanen, uh, Douglas Villi as well, who I can imagine will win the Player of the Year. Um, what a player. <laughs> what a this? So you can say, and obviously we've had, um, we've mentioned um, Shapovalov from Legion. You know, I think we'll we'll watch him next year. Um, from the bottom sides, uh, Tristan Goskor. Tristan, yeah. yeah. He's, I think he deserves a bit of respect. Um, he kind of single carried Tameka for most of the season to get them away He's, from. He's a Tartu lad, isn't he? He's, he's, was he born in Tartu? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to check real quick, no, actually. No, I think, no, no, he, he was Tallinn, yeah. He was born in Tallinn, yeah. But he had a stint in... Um, Indonesia. Was it Indonesia or was it Iceland? Indonesia. A Lego player went for... <laughs> went into Iceland... I'm pretty sure Costco was out in Iceland for a bit. It says here, born in Tartu. Okay. Oh, he was a Tartu lad. Yeah, also, yeah, so, you know, fits their philosophy, doesn't it? They kind of have yeah. the same um, uh, philosophy as Wapros, uh, any... in my opinion. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. As I've just seen, they also want to play with players from Tartu. They uh, uh, they add a lot of emphasis on their youth system, which uh, also may have been their downfall, since yeah. uh, they obviously 
their second team uh, got relegated from the AC Liga and uh, they basically didn't have any players. No, I yeah. agree. Yeah, well, um, like you said, we, we've shit on them a lot this year, so. Yeah. And I think thoroughly deserved. Um, was there any player who you thought, you know, you expected more of that maybe didn't perform as well as you think? Uh, it doesn't exactly fall into that category, but uh, there was one player uh, my team was most certainly missing, and that man's name is uh, Ronaldo Disma, who was in the army uh, throughout the entire season. He only got like uh, one game, I believe, against uh, by the home during the start of the season, which we lost uh, one to three. Okay. Uh, and Tecca missed the penalty, but uh, in the AC Liga last year, he was lights out insane. Well, he'll be there this next season to help you get back up then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to add um, another trans player, um, striker Goyov. Um, I was expecting him to score more goals. I don't know if you agree, Ilya. Yes, Golovlev is a he's he's a very interesting uh, su- subject, like a topic, because um, like it, it's actually in his name, like Gol Golovlev. Yeah, like he's supposed to score goals, <laughs> so he, he's like a typical poacher striker. I think he had um, the, there was a, maybe like a problem with the coach or something. Yes, because uh, after the very strong start, he didn't come on uh, on on the field like for four or five months. And he only started playing again in September. So I think there was something with the coach between him. And uh, we just didn't see enough of him. And uh, lately, when he was was on the field, he was working his ass off. Like, yesterday, he got in, like, a, a shouting match with, like, Volodin from Legion. It was it was his, like, like, it was his. Like, they were chatting some shit, like, to each other, like, let me tell you. So... In this perspective, yes, definitely. Like so, someone, another from Narva team, I'd say, is uh, Belov. You know, like he scored uh, yeah, yeah. a very good uh, free kick in uh, yeah. in the last games. And um, being like, he, he has a lot of the, the FNL experience, which is like the Russian second league, which is like a combative, like very hard league to play in. And he had a lot of experience there. And uh, I don't know, maybe there was no contact within the teammates or something, but he um, just underperformed, in my opinion, like wasn't orchestrating the game as much. Maybe like the coach didn't utilize him or something, but uh, from my perspective, it was pretty underwhelming season from him, yes. Yeah, I remember you sending us a message, actually, um, saying something about it's Belov's time, this match. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I know what you're referring to. There was a like he had an argument with Zakarluka like on the field, like and it was nasty. Like it was game at home, like losing. So you you just don't want to see it from the teammates like talking to each other like this because of of course it wasn't a lot of people and it was quite quiet at the stadium, so you could hear everything. And what I heard, I didn't like. So like it, it spoke volumes about the chemistry in the team at the moment. I'd say. Yeah, might be the new coach can sort that out and get them all firing in the right way. Um, 
I'm going to say, I've already mentioned it, a player disappointed me was uh, Aguirre for Lavadia. So, you know, former Man City youth product. He's had a go in Norway. He came to uh, Lavadia. And then I just, I don't know, he, he had that, his first game he started well. He scored two uh, against Parnu. Parnu, yeah. He may have got an assist as well. Yeah, I think he yeah. did. So that'd be my fantasy. No, no, I didn't do fantasy back then. I was thinking about it, but um, but yeah, I, I did. Was... <laughs> I, I I had both Saka and Ajiri in my team. Oh, nice. Special yeah, shout but... out. Though, no, I was just... Go on, you go. I was just expecting more from him. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, quick um, mention of the fantasy team. Uh, league um, we got first place and last place in the chat so <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so good get in Sanders Sinolade so, save me <laughs> so, so wait, next was I last? yes <laughs> uh, that, uh, that might be because uh, after like game week 3 I just threw the towel in so next season got... yeah next okay. season we have we are going to do obviously fantasy again. This one was more of kind of just a, a tester thing, just to see how many people would be interested. Um, next season we're going to do it from the start, and we have been talking with Talina Kalev, um, and they're going to supply us um, a shirt signed by um, Ragnar Klavan and uh, Joel Imper and some other players um, as a prize for the winner of the fantasy league. Very nice. Even though, even though they're not in the top division, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, Calab has been very good to us. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that wraps it up. If unless anyone has anything else to add, nope, nope. No, I think yeah, I think we talked about it pretty comprehensively. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah, so thank you for joining us. Um, no worries. It's been a, thank you guys. It's been it's been a good year. Um, you know, it's our first year of doing it all. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit overwhelming at times, but you know, we've made it. <laughs> yeah. If you um, wanna if you wanna join us next season for any podcasts or whatever, feel free. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try to do a lot more next season, so yeah, feel free to hop on. Um, yeah. So we'll wrap that Yeah. So we'll wrap that up. Thanks for joining us. Um thanks for the season. Uh congrats Lavadia. Commiserations. Commiserations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Congrat- congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Mardu. And yeah. Yeah, and we'll see you next season. See you in March. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, boys. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Cheers.